The London Eating Disorders Conference takes place on the 20th to the 22nd of March and brings together hundreds of people from across the world to discuss how we can improve services and research for people with eating disorders. You can find out more at eatingdisordersconference.com and you can follow the event on Twitter using the hashtag LEDC19. This year, the conference begins with a panel discussion, which will look at the key issues in mental health and their relevance to eating disorders. We'll be live streaming the discussion online, which will be chaired by the writer and broadcaster, Emma Wolfe. Our expert panel will feature Peter Fonagy from the Anna Freud Centre for Children and Families, Anna Keski-Raikkonen from the University of Helsinki, and the psychotherapist, writer and social critic, Susie Orbach. I spoke to Susie and Emma as they prepared for the event, and I began by asking Susie Orbach, who published her classic book, Fat is a Feminist Issue, over 40 years ago, whether she'd seen positive progress on the body image issue in recent years. I'm still writing and thinking about these issues because they come up in my consulting room all the time, even with people who don't um, come in with an explicit eating disorder, but who in, in fact have disordered or troubled eating, and for whom they take it for granted that this is how they will live, that, they're, that they will never be free of body troubles, um, that it's just like gravity, that they'll get on with the rest of their life, and they'll always have this low-grade anxiety or disability or fear both about their bodies and their relationship to food. So to me, it's a much more troubling uh, situation, not a surprising one. I think we could have predicted it very easily from what was happening at a cultural level and the kind of pressures that were uh, on women and on girls and on men and on boys around the body and around eating and the kind of obsessive nature of our culture uh, in those regards. So I'm not surprised. I'm very anguished about it. And the guilt. I mean, the fact that our whole language, our whole culture is centered around feeling guilty about food. It's become completely normal for women and, and increasingly for young men too, hasn't it? Yeah, well, eating and food has got absolutely zero relationship to uh, bodily prompts, which might enable somebody to know that they're hungry. That is, that's what really troubles me, is that already little girls are talking about um, how they look and twirling for the camera, whether they're three, four, five, or six. And little boys are showing six-packs and... The conversation in the family, this is not to attack families, but the conversation is a lot about good foods, bad foods, what you should eat, when you shouldn't eat, you've eaten too much, you haven't eaten enough. With the best will in the world, all of this, this is actually adding to the problem for youngsters and for, and for people for, who, who might even be in old age homes who are still obsessed about their eating. Yeah, who, who, got, who got sick 40 years ago with the whole rise of the diet culture and just never, never, ever got better. The older I get, the more outraged I get, the more despair I get, the more fury I get, because, the, because it affects younger and younger people, and it's across the globe, and it's every class, and it's every ethnic group, yeah. and it's every continent. And it's, you know, one of our greatest exports is 
is to make people feel terrible about their bodies. It's, it's a way of entering into to modernity. And it's a badge of honor to be part, to, to create a body that actually may have nothing to do with the body you come from. And that is all part of the, the ground in which eating troubles of ex extreme um, nature can flourish. I mean, we have, we're having a, a, a psychological and physical symptom that fits this age, just as like in the 19th century, we've had hysteria. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not some strange genetic formation that it is to do with the, with the culture in which it is bred and the breeding of body insecurity, which happens from day one, I'm afraid, because we've now created a generation of mums or two generations of mums who themselves are troubled by, by body image and who unconsciously transmit that to the next generation. That's not to blame the mums at all. It seems to me that we've got a very, we're in a very strange historical moment where the assault on women's bodies is coming from every direction, including yeah. the, 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 the pregnant and the postpartum woman who are being made to be objects of display rather than uh, maternal figures who are absolutely critical in the mental health of the next generation. I've already alluded to two or three really fundamental points. One is to do with culture, how the culture then is, is ingested by the, the parenting couple or the mother and how it's ingested by the school and what that means in terms of the body image. Culture creates people, doesn't it? And it, we create it in relation to our culture. If you and I grew up in, in um, Afghanistan, we'd have a very different relationship to our bodies and, 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 and to our food. So just to unpack what culture is, is so profound. Because, because culture is represented and is, is experienced through our earliest relationship. It isn't something that suddenly comes in when you're six years old. It is, culture is right there in the very origins of your life. What causes it? I would say the culture we live in. 